Greetings and good day. Thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to spend with us here at the All About Jesus podcast. I'm Jerome Brazier Carter, and I pray that all is well with you. But if not, just know God knows and sees what you're going through, and he will show up on time. Please allow me to start like this. There are things in our lives that we directly connect to one another or are synonymous with each other. Therefore, when we think of one, in most instances, it often reminds us of the other. In essence, they are connected. For example, when we think of peanut butter, jelly automatically comes to mind. A hand and a glove, coffee and cream, and who can forget, cookies and milk, all connected and associated with each other. Do you know the same range true when we speak of the Bible? If I said Samson, many will say Delilah, Ruth and Naomi, Jesus and the cross. They appear to be connected. But this also reigns true as it pertains to our Christian journey. There are things that are connected to one another, and one doesn't work without the other. So today I want to talk to you from the thought of blessings connected to praying, believing, to receiving. And our main scripture reads as follows. Jesus replied, truly, I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Matthew 21, 21 through 22. Let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. So what is the requirement to receive? The requirement is to believe. Believe and expect to receive what you ask for when you pray. That's simple. Okay, I'm done. End of the teaching. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day. I'm getting ready to drop the mic. How simple could that be? So your ability to believe will determine your ability to receive when you ask in prayer. So scripture, when we look, there are three things there. Believe, receive, and prayer. Those three things are the keys to opening the doors to God's blessings in your life. Doesn't that seem straightforward and easy to follow? But what I've discovered, to some, they are not that simple. It's not in the prayers. It's not in the believing. But the problem comes in the expecting to receive. This is a trifecta. It takes all three to be able to receive the key to open the door to your blessings. I hear people pray. I hear they believe God can, but they don't expect to receive. Therefore, they get two-thirds of a key. Not understanding, two-thirds of a key will fit into the lock, but it will not turn and unlock the door to the blessings. Remember, Jesus said, Believe, expect to receive when you pray. Again, many pray, many believe that God's words and promises are true. But unfortunately, they don't expect to receive those blessings in their lives. Remember, your blessings are directly connected to all three of them. Believing, expecting to receive when you pray. One without the others or two without the other won't work. They all work together. Let's say, for example, you place an order with Amazon. You speak to the customer care clerk. They send you an email about your expected delivery date. 
Now, once that date is at hand, many or all of us will go to the mailbox with expectations in our hearts that the package is coming on that date or it may come sooner than that date. We believe in Amazon and expect to receive our package as Amazon has promised. Well, the same way one should behave when it comes to receiving the blessings from God. There should be some expectancy in your heart that you are about to receive what God has told you he has sent you. When you pray and believe as well as expect to receive. So understand, it's one thing to believe God. It's a whole different thing to expect that you will receive from God. Two totally different actions and responses. I believe God can bless me, but are you expecting him to bless you or to receive what he has for you? Do you see the difference? Many people believe God, but not everyone expects to receive from God. Let's look at some of the people in the Bible. Think about Abraham. He believed God could bless him. He also believed that he would receive as well. When the angel came to them and said, at this time next year, you will have a baby. Look at his wife. She believed God could, but she did not expect that God would. Therefore, she was not expecting to receive the blessing God had for her. Why do I say that? Remember, she laughed when the angel said they would have a baby this time next year. Abraham believed God could, but he also expected to receive. Sarah believed who God was, but not expect to receive what God had. Believe God, but not expecting to receive from God. And let me inform you of this. Many can believe God. They believe in God without expecting to receive from God. Believe you will receive what you ask for in prayer is what the scripture says. Your blessings are directly connected to your believing and your expecting to receive and praying. So do you see you have to have all three? Believe he can and know he will. So simply stated, believe and expect to receive when you pray. Scripture says, come to the throne of grace with expectancy in your hearts. Expectancy of what? That you will receive what you came there believing and praying for. God is true to all his promises. Come to the throne of grace with expectancy in your heart. Many are leaving the throne of grace, not receiving because they lack expectancy. Do know God wants to bless you. He desires to bless you. But you have to come expecting to be blessed when you come in prayer. Can I share a thought with you? Thank you, Holy Spirit. So if my believing and my receiving are directly connected to my blessing. If I believe small, I should expect to receive small because my blessings are directly connected to the size of my believing and my expected receiving when I pray. So let me think. If I believe God can, I expect to receive because God will. When I pray, then I should pray big. If you don't mind, I want to talk to the people that want to believe God for the bigger blessings and expect to receive the bigger blessings when they go to him in prayer. See, the God we serve is a big God. He's a big God that does big things. And it is my belief that many people are believing in and expecting to receive too small. Therefore, are failing to receive all that God has for them. Scripture tells some, reminds others, and informs the ones that don't know or have forgotten. A cattle on a thousand hills belongs to the Lord. The earth and all that's in it are the Lord's. 
Who do you think he wants to give them to? I think his children. I'm going to stop right there. We'll pick this up the next time we speak. So until then, be blessed and start believing big, expecting to receive big when you go to God in prayer. Let's pick this up next time we speak. Amen. Greetings, I'm back to continue the teaching. Blessings connected to praying, believing, to receiving. If you don't mind, I'm going to dive right back in to where we left off last time we spoke. A cattle on a thousand hills belongs to the Lord. The earth and all that's in it is the Lord's. So who do you think he wants to give these things to? Can I answer for you? His children. But unfortunately, many are missing them due to not being able to believe big and expecting to receive big because many believe that these blessings are so far out of their reaches due to them not being able to see themselves receiving big blessings from God. They believe in God, but don't expect to receive from God. Can I say this to you? All God requires of you is big believing and expecting big receiving when you come to him in prayer. Believe small, expect small, receive small. Christians have to change their mindset. I believe God delights when you come to him, believing the invisible, asking for what's impossible for us to achieve all by ourselves. I'm talking about extraordinary blessings, not the routine or the ordinary. If God owns everything and no one is believing, expecting to receive or asking in prayer for the impossible, I ask you, what is God doing with all this stuff? that he has stored up in heaven waiting to send to you. My question is, who will come to him? Asking, believing, and expecting to receive it from him. My Bible says, and so does yours, if you haven't torn out the page, you have not because you ask not. You have not asked God for the big blessings because you have not believed in them and you don't expect to receive them when you go to him in prayer. And for a Christian, that is so unfortunate. Can I say this before I go any further? Believers have to stop allowing the devil's doubt and their lack of expectancy to stop God from doing something big in your life. Stop telling yourself, no way it can happen to little old me. I don't have the education. I don't have the money. I don't think I can do that. I don't think I can do this. I don't. You plug your own words in after don't that you keep telling yourself. Because when I read my Bible, I don't see anywhere in the Bible that God asks you, do you have the education? Do you have the resources or the finances? Or do you think that you can do this or that? But what the Bible does say is this, that he wants you to believe you receive when you come to him in prayer. Those are his requirements from you. So when you find yourself saying, I can't or I don't, understand that's the enemy infiltrating your thoughts and making you say, not me. What I say to you is to ignore him. And I ask you, why not you? God hasn't asked you to do anything but believe him and expect to receive from him when you go to him in prayer. I say Christians should come to the throne of grace with expectancy in your heart. So when you say, not me, so I ask you again, why not you? That God brings forth the big blessings too. God's blessings don't discriminate. He doesn't care what color you are, what your background is, how much money you have in the bank where you're from or who your parents are. All he's asking you to do 
is believe, expect to receive when you come to him in prayer. So with that being said, stop disqualifying yourself or discrediting yourself with all that stinking thinking because your lack of belief gets you nothing because all you're doing is stopping yourself from receiving the blessings and the best from God in your life. Because we can see throughout the Bible, God often uses the ones who aren't qualified, the biggest or the brightest or the ones everyone else would choose to do big things through. I believe God is looking to choose the ones who will come praying big, believing big, and the ones bold enough to come to him with expectancy in their hearts. Those are the ones God gets the most glory from. Amen. Understand big things don't happen to you if you aren't willing to go big. We need look no further than the Bible and the people that I'm going to share with you had one thing in common. They conceived and believed the invisible and expected God would do the impossible for them. And you guess what? They received it. What size belief do you think Abraham had to believe God's promise for a child in his old age? And what about Joseph? That many nations would bow down to him after being thrown in a pit in Potiphar's house and then stuck in prison. Impossible situations, ridiculous realities, but believing God and expecting to receive the impossible from him. Can I give you some more examples of people believing God for the invisible and expecting to receive the seemingly impossible? Believe big, expect big, to receive big. Think about Daniel in the lion's den. Think about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace and neither getting eaten or burned by the fire. You know, I've grown to realize God specializes in the impossible and doing the ridiculous is routine. The Bible says with God, all things are possible and what's impossible for man is possible with God. Big blessings are easy and routine for him. Understand God cannot do great big things through, with, and to you without you believing and expecting him to do so. In the text, Jesus promised you and me, if you simply believe and expect to receive when you ask in prayer, it will be given. Do you know God has big blessings, big promises, and big visions in heaven awaiting for someone to ask for them? You asking God for these things tells him one thing. You believe that you can receive what he has for you. Allow me to share this with you. If you would wake up every morning in prayer, reminding God of his promises to you by simply saying, Lord, you promised me in your word and then tell God what he's promised you in his word. For example, Father God, you promised me in your word. You had a plan to prosper me, not to harm me, a plan to give me hope and a future. If I would call upon you, come and pray to you, then you would listen. That's Jeremiah 29 and 11. I'm calling on you right now, Lord. I'm believing you for big plans in my life. I believe your big promises for my life. I'm believing big and expecting to receive big. Lord, something so big from you that it's beyond what I can think, ask, or imagine. I believe it because you said it was so for me. Remember, Father God, you said you can do all things but lie and fail. You said if I come in prayer asking, believing in and expecting to receive from that I would receive it if it's within your will. I'm believing big and expecting to receive big in the name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. How hard was that? 
So I ask, how many of you have said that to God? Simply speak God's word back to him. Let him know you are believing big, expecting to receive big wholeheartedly, not halfheartedly, not wavering, not shaking belief or doubt, but genuine faith. Because no half-hearted belief will get you nothing. Abraham didn't believe God for half a baby. He believed him for a whole one. Joseph didn't believe him for a sniff of the palace. He believed him for a seat in the palace. Daniel didn't believe him for coming out of the lion's den half a man, but in one whole piece. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't believe to get burned a little. They believed in not getting burned at all. Now that's what big expectancy looks like. That's what God wants from you and me. For us to believe him wholeheartedly and to expect to receive big when we ask in prayer. Allow me to close like this. I have a friend that has been praying, believing big, and expecting God to deliver big on a promise that God gave him. And we've discussed it on numerous occasions. And I continue to tell him, if God promised a big blessing, he will deliver on it. And all you have to do is continue to pray, believe, and receive it from him. If you don't mind, please allow me to share this with you. My friend is an aspiring golfer and needed an opportunity to move to another city, to be able to practice on better courses, get better coaching, and play on championship-style courses. But those type of courses are private and exclusive and cost thousands of dollars a month to join, even if they would let him join. God had promised him he would open a door for him to be able to do so. So through his prayers and his believing big and expecting God to come through big for him, can I tell you, not only did God open a door for him, to be able to play and practice free. He was able to get free coaching and to top it off, they gave him a job at the exclusive course in the golfing industry. He prayed, he believed and expected to receive. And this is what he received from God. A job, as much practice time, playing time and coaching all free at one of the top championship courses in the city he moved to. God delivered big for him. All because he prayed, believed, and expected big things from God. Can I say this to you? God has a desire to deliver big for you too. Remember the Bible says, God is no respecter person, nor shows any favoritism. That's Romans 2 and 11. If he delivered big for my friend, he'll deliver big for you too. He delivered for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He delivered for Abraham. He delivered for Joseph. He delivered for Daniel. And he wants to deliver for you too. And all he asks of you is to pray, believe big, and expect to receive big. Can it be any simpler? Allow me to say this to someone listening to this message today. God has a blessing awaiting you. If you will be bold enough to believe that he wants to do big things in your life. Believe big and expect to receive those big things from him. When you go to him in prayer. Remember, your blessings are connected to your prayers, believing, and you're expecting to receive. Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus, asking that you would hear the prayers of your children as they come to you in faith to receive your promised blessings for their lives. We know that you can do all things except fail or lie. 
and we know all your promises are true. I ask that you give them the faith to believe big, to receive big, for your promises to them are big. Give them Abraham faith to believe that they can receive what you've promised them. Give them Joseph faith so they may be able to ascend to the throne you have for them. You said in your word, if we believe, we will receive when we ask in prayer. Let them know their belief is the key to open the doors of heaven that they may receive all that you have promised them. Enlarge their belief. Allow them to see you are big God. I know you have the power. You have the ability. I come asking and believing that you'll do something big in the lives of your people. And I ask all of this in your darling son Jesus' name. Amen. As always, we hope you enjoyed today's message. We welcome your feedback. And if you were blessed by the message, please feel free to pass our podcast information on to both friends and family. We pray that you have an awesomely blessed day, and we thank you again for allowing us to share a word of God with you. To God be the glory. Amen. AAJ Pod, where the passion for Christ meets the purpose of Christ.